Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking about you and more business. Really love having the program, Lee Kaplan. Uh, he is a longtime favorite on the program, a local uh, attorney uh, with one of the, uh, really one of the most prestigious law firms in the business law space, Spicer, Kaplan, and Priscilla. Uh, the most important people I know on all levels of government. You know, when, when people hear Lee Kaplan's on the show, we could be talking about the city of Houston. We could be talking about counties. We could be talking about state and the federal government. Today we're going to talk about the federal government in this segment, a very interesting story that's captured the attention of people, which is uh, RFK Jr.'s uh, involvement in running for president. But before we do that, Lee, I would like you to talk real quickly about your candidacy, which I think is really a big part of your time, as it should be at this time, and include your website so people can get more information. Sure. The website is kaplanforhoustonmayor.com. And I'm the only person not a member of the political class who's raised any significant amount of money. Uh, I have over 2,000 contributors, and many of my biggest supporters are lawyers who are adverse to me. And I mean really adverse to me. But I opposed them in a way that I thought was uh, straightforward and ethical, and that's led to them supporting me and contributing to my campaign. But... um, I think the important thing is to look at the website, see what my background is, and make your own decision about whether you think I'm worthy of your support. Uh, During this campaign, the issues that I looked into earlier uh, turned out, in fact, to be the issues people cared about the most. I think I did not quite appreciate at the time just how bad the city is about being responsive to individual citizens. Dealing with the bureaucracy is even a larger problem than I had anticipated. And that's one of the things I intend to work on, making sure that department heads understand the importance of meeting the needs of citizens. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about the RFK campaign, which when I first initially saw that, I thought, well, this this will be humorous, you know, and this will be short-lived, and this won't capture steam. And the reality is, is he's raising huge amounts of money. A lot of it from Republicans, similar to what the Democrats did in supporting uh, hand-picked candidates of uh, Donald Trump for U.S. Senate. Yeah, they were helping and giving endorsements, too, um, you know, in the hope of them crashing and burning, the candidates crashing and burning, which is ultimately uh, what they did in, in uh, the general election. But... I don't know. I kind of think it's more complicated than that. And I actually have forced myself to sit down and watch interviews because I've had a huge bias against uh, RFK Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, really just listen to the media side. And honestly, he's a much more nuanced and complicated candidate than I think they give him uh, credit for. Well, he's really been defined by one thing, which is being against vaccinations. And I have to say, that I think he's part of a wave of people who are cynical about government, and I think he's just wrong, and and that's dangerous. We've seen what happens when people have what I would say anti-science ideas in in their forebrain and spend a lot of time on that. Um, 
and and I think he's a dangerous example of that. Just as I think our last president was a dangerous example of somebody who had too little knowledge of and respect for the Constitution. These are dangerous times, and they require people with an understanding of our American heritage, our Constitution, and our laws. And that also requires common sense about science. And the idea that vaccinations are dangerous is itself a dangerous idea and uh, Mm -hmm. risks public health. And, uh, you know, we probably lost an extra half a million Americans from COVID because they didn't get vaccinated. The number of people who had adverse reactions is clearly much smaller than that. So I think Mm -hmm. he's dangerous. And because he may be charismatic, um, if his name were Robert Smith instead of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he'd probably get no traction. Yeah, yeah, and he looks like a Kennedy. And, of course, he can raise money uh, sitting on tens of millions of dollars that he inherited in his family. And so uh, not to mention other business activities. I've heard his interviews on uh, on anti-vax, and I will say they're more nuanced than what he gives credit for. I also think, though, that uh, they are a, in fact, the more nuanced they are in some ways, they're more of a danger from a public health perspective. You understand? He sounds reasonable. <laughs> well, that's so, right. <laughs> that becomes problematic in his long, own right. He has long experience with that. He grew up in a political family. And uh, right. um, so it's not surprising that uh, – um, he is somebody who sounds attractive to people. Yeah. So what do you think in terms of, uh, you know, is, is he at all a danger? Uh, you know, I think the, the Republican Party was essentially hijacked by uh, mega-type supporters. 20% I've read of people who voted for uh, Barack Obama uh, voted for Donald Trump. So there's no ideology or consistency here. The core group that is exactly what you described, cynical about government, and even Obama being the first black was a real slap in the face of the way government has always been done. It's not necessarily ideological. It's almost, I would say, emotional. It's feelings-driven. And so um, he's easy to dismiss, but uh, I'm, I'm seeing that he's getting huge amounts of support from independents as well. Well, that reflects a general belief that government can be more efficient and discuss that it hasn't been. The truth is we have so many guardrails in government at every level that it's very difficult to get something done. I mean, uh, partly that's sensitivity to litigation. Partially it's the fear that somewhere, somehow, one person might be harmed by a governmental activity. And while I appreciate that, uh, we need to try to find a way to cut through those well-intentioned but unfortunate guardrails. Not all of them, of course, but there are some things that are just too much. Um, when OSHA uh, requires that an 8-foot fence be built next to a 10-foot uh, wooden fence uh, for no good reason but for extra expense, or when the city inspections do, that's dangerous. And what we need, is, because it's, it's really inefficient, we're trying to run our city and our country better. And to do that, 
people need to have discretion to exercise common sense. And unfortunately, uh, we have gone for a rules-based uh, situation where the rules don't fit every situation. We have to give some discretion to people in government. And if they abuse the discretion, then we fire them. Right. Yeah. That, and that makes perfect sense. Um, he, in, in polling, he had uh, a surprising number uh, of a poll that uh, Newsweek magazine did of uh, 30% of people who actually voted for Joe Biden, or at least they say that they did, 30, I'm sorry, 31% of eligible voters who voted for Joe Biden uh, support uh, Robert Kennedy running. And now, you understand the bigness in that, right? <laughs> yeah, I want Mickey Mouse to run, too. It's a furry country. But, even you know, I would think a lot of them, particularly when you look at how fragile, both figuratively and literally, uh, Biden is, uh, there'd be concerned about uh, someone like him running. Of course, Biden has declared, I'm not doing any, any debates. I'm not, I'm not debating, which to me is, again, an uh, indication of fear about his physical health. I mean, does, does, does RFK Jr. have an opportunity only because of the fact that he's got such a fragile candidate he's running against? Or do you think this is just a fad, and by uh, by early next year he'll he'll uh, probably be nothing more but than a sideline critic as he continues to run? I don't ever see him getting out. He may run as a third party, which would make him most problematic, I think, to uh, Biden. I would not call it a fad. I think people are genuinely distressed that government is not very effective, and that's something that that got Donald Trump elected. Uh, elected, and it's something that I don't think will get Robert F. Kennedy Jr. elected, but it may dent uh, the Democrats' uh, uh, electoral hold in, in a presidential election. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Democrats should be re- uh, seriously thinking about Biden going going forward? Should another candidate insert himself that actually has some viability? I, I'm shocked there's not another Democrat. Running, I, I know that the Democrats oddly are are the more polite party when it comes to uh, challenging incumbents. But um, you know, I, Biden to me looks really fragile, literally and figuratively. Well, I'm not surprised because in both parties, people have diverged from the center and moved further over in every direction. And so, when people are more concerned about winning a primary, they are probably less viable as presidential candidates. Biden, frankly, got lucky because of the endorsement he got uh, in South Carolina. And uh, that might not have happened. Yeah, Claiborne. Uh, Congressman that's right. Claiborne. That, Boy, that, that was a game changer. That's right. And who knows who will get next. We have not developed on in either party good leadership. It used to be, before the House was so ridiculously gerrymandered, that you could find people in the House of Representatives who potentially could move up as senators or governor and and become president. We're not really in that situation anymore because the ideology has split and we are so fractured. The more left-wing politicians are more likely to win primaries in the Democratic primary. The more right-wing politicians are more likely to win primary elections in the Republican primary. And as a result, your choices are more stark. That's unfortunate. 
Absolutely. Very much so. Lee Kaplan, Spicer Kaplan, and Veselka, candidate for mayor of Houston, and uh, Kaplan for HoustonMayor.com. Thanks as always, Lee. Thank you. I'm Kevin Price. This is the Nationally Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.